Street Fight, friends and family, guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to the show. We're here on twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio every single Wednesday night. Uh, Brian and I doing Street Fight Radio podcast. It's been around for 11 years now, and we'll continue to go on strongly into the future uh, as long as we have support and help from listeners like you. So come join. Uh, we're trying to get rid of all the hierarchical bullshit to create a more uh, equally distributed uh, world, flattened a little bit uh, in the way that we like, and uh, doing a lot more for the working people. Actually, having the working people doing a lot less is the goal of Street Fight Radio. Um, my name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We are the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We've been doing it. Like I said, 11 years, and then on Sunday, we'll take calls from you. If you want to talk shit about what we're saying tonight, you know, just me and Brian on Wednesdays. But Sunday, on Sunday, you can chime in, 8 to 10 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, come find us. You can also watch and chat along, like I said, twitch.tv slash streetfightradio. Um, I am having a good start of the show because... Uh, my kid spilled a beer all over the laptop like 45 minutes before we're supposed to start and it didn't break or anything like that. So that was a blessing from above. That does sound like some real Jesus stuff. I was pretty nervous, but then I remembered that I had the protection plan and I'm like, thank God I did this. This is why, because I know how, how horribly, uh, how, how much disregard I have for the things that I own, you know, when yeah. it comes down to it. Yeah, and also like uh uh you know, you just know that somebody could spill some. I mean, laptops are so fucking like they just get spilled on. That's just the way they are, you know? And uh Yeah. I've never I haven't spilled anything on this one, but I spilled stuff on the other one and you know, I I try to be really careful. I keep the caps on all my drinks and then Right. Now that I'm a cap drinker, I don't drink out of glasses anymore at all okay like i've totally quit drinking out of glasses i only drink out of bottles the cum gatorade bottle or my my hydro flask i only drink because okay. i you never I was gonna spill say I, anything okay i was things. just hoping you weren't going to all disposable containers no i wish that well you can buy the gatorade in powder form but okay like, it's i don't That's know not the same i don't think i'd get it right you know, somebody told me on, on Twitter one day that they buy the Gatorade in the bottle and then they also buy the powder and then put the powder in the bottle for a super powered flavor. Flavor boost. That's, it's, it's, yes, it's a super powered flavor. It's like that's a person who fucking loves flavor, man. And, yeah. and I appreciate that. I, I like people that are doing science like this out there. Yeah, throw some tang on that lemon lime. Throw some more on there. I want to wake up. <laughs> I want to be woke the fuck up by this drink. Yeah, yeah. That's those are the people that when that eat those packy chips. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Pocky? The one chip challenge people, or even like the 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 fucking whole bag of chips. You don't fuck because with packies. You, you don't fuck with packies at all. Well, I don't fuck with any chips at all. Basically, sometimes I'll eat a Dorito what? or two, but I don't eat chips ever. Wait, that's not allowed. Everybody's heard me say it. I like French fries. I don't 
care for chips. I like French fries. But what about like for a French fry on the go? Like that you can just throw in your cargo pants pocket. Oh, that's chips. They, that's they called sell chips. French, they sell French fries all over the place. That's true. You the can gas get station. A French fry anytime. Everywhere has French fries now. You're right. That we live in a world where you can get birthday cake flavor and anything all the time and French fries all the time. Yeah. So when people, when, when pe people that eat those, like, cause like flame and hot Cheetos was like a really cool, exciting thing with me when it uh -huh. first came out, but I, I never bought them because like I said, I don't buy chips. I don't buy any kind of stuff like that. And then when I finally tried it, I was like, this is extremely unpleasant to eat <laughs> to me. Like, I don't, I don't think this sounds good at all. Okay. Or tastes good, yeah. So yeah. I like a flavor explosion. I like a big flavor explosion. Well, yeah. I mean, anything that like has a, like a word like jacked or max on it, I'm gonna try it eventually. Sure. You know, because I need to know what the jacked flavors are. How high? How high does it go? I I I was at the store. I, I you know I'm at the store every day, but uh, I was at the store recently, and uh, DiGiorno has gotten wildly out of pocket uh, with what they're selling now. Oh, really? Oh, my God. They sell. Get this. And it is a goddamn, uh, it's a goddamn frozen pizza. I, this isn't getting delivered to your fucking house, dude. This is a frozen pizza. And they're selling motherfucking, um, selling Eggs Benedict pizza. <laughs> Brunch, dude. baby. Which Put it like a tall boy of Natty Light, and that's brunch. It's actually Eggs Benedict inspired pizza, is what I'm inspired, saying. Inspired, yeah, yeah. They they're not doing any real egg products. Maybe I don't. Is it vegan? <laughs> no, but the box actually says flaky croissant crust, scrambled <laughs> eggs, and hey. hollandaise style sauce. Yeah, which is like just hollandaise style sauce. Mayonnaise. It's just mayonnaise <laughs> with ketchup, probably. Yeah, I just it's that was I saw that at the store and and like they have a picture of it on on the the box and I was like this is the most foul thing that they've made. This is like where it's gone nah. entirely too far. You no, know? the the toaster scramblers, dude, the toaster strudel Ugh. scramblers and <laughs> the egg and the cheese and the sausage or bacon, them joints are the, the as low as you can go but i do like hollandaise style that's like when they always say like <laughs> avocado dip like instead of guacamole or guacamole style dip because it's just like green mayonnaise <laughs> with some taco seasoning i love it i that's one thing i do have to say about the united states government that i like and it isn't even necessarily what they do but it's like how you have to be honest on your packaging and then like the, the advertising industry, which I also find absolutely fucking hilarious having to get around that stuff. I've always loved that shit. Like I, I love the idea that you can't say hollandaise sauce because it's not hollandaise sauce. Yeah. Or that you can be taken uh, to court if your cookie isn't chewy enough. Yeah. Or like, like the fucking diet words for like stuff that's healthy. Yeah. You know? Like stuff that's supposed to be healthy at the store, like like I don't know, snack wells is something that's always blown my mind. That like people people buy snack wells and they're like these are these are pretty healthy, and it's like they're cookies. I mean, just eat regular cookies. Just 
I don't know. I don't understand. I, I'm, it's coming from a guy that only does diet drinks. So I guess that is kind of yeah. one thing. I, I only drink diet drinks. Snackwells is basically like poison, like industrial poison, just because people were so obsessed with like this idea that like, if you ate fat, you became fat. <laughs> so mm -hmm. then like, that's why fat free everything in the nineties. And also Snackwells accomplished this thing where you could like eat the whole box of them. I think that's really what it was is that they were lower in calorie kind of overall. So instead of having like eight Oreos, you could just house a whole box of snack Snackwells <laughs> instead. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, that is something I've been looking into. Fills a hole in the market. Yeah. I've been Googling a lot of like, how to binge eat healthily, which I know you can't really do, but yeah, I'm that's a, a misnomer. I'm a total binge eater. I'm just crazy. I can't, I, at night, I just can't stop. And then the motherfuckers are like, uh, have you thought about trying carrots? And I'm like, no, that's, that's absolutely not going to work for me to go downstairs and eat baby carrots until right. my tummy won't stop. So uh, I'm having trouble with that. But I did. I did try something new yesterday. For the first time in my life, I did yoga. I went to a yoga course class. Okay. Interesting. Um, um, my wife it just, just plain old, like vanilla yoga? Vinyasa flow. I okay, okay. Vinyasa flow. Okay, is, I get down with that. Which, yeah, my well, wife does has been doing yoga classes for years with work and and her and my daughter are on the gym account now and there's a yoga class at the gym at eight o'clock on tuesdays which i do not have an excuse like so if she says do you want to do this yoga class on tuesday uh i would just have to say no because Great I up. don't really have an excuse of why I can't do something at eight o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> like it's not in the morning. It's it's like kind of a perfect time for me. So I went and I don't know, man. I I I don't know if I'm a yoga guy. I think I think I've I think decided I I maybe I I think I'm gonna try Pilates. Now. Oh God, that's not even close to easier. I don't want it. I don't need it to be easier. I need it to be less like dude or less like the person saying like, imagine yourself as a bud on a tree, just twisting and twisting to try to get out and be ready for the spring. We're in the springtime. Sure. And it's like you're uncomfortable I, feeling soft. <laughs> it's not even soft. It just you're feels being like graceful. Happy. Yeah. If I am lifting, somebody in the chat said just lift instead, Brian. I do lift every day, um, or five or six. You days shouldn't lift lift every day. Yeah, I, I didn't want. Now there's a million people that are going to tell you you shouldn't lift every day, and that's true. I do not rest lift. is really how you build muscle. It's rest. Yeah, yeah it's not I, doing a lot. It's rest. I lift five days a week, so you know. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. The music. I didn't like the music at all. I thought that was fucking weird. You need to look for DDP yoga in, in town. It, it might be. Uh, like, a lot of people told me that they do DDP yoga and that it, like, got better for... They, they were able to get more out of it than, than, like, a regular yoga class. And And the thing is, like, that's probably true in, in that, like you said, I'm, you know, you don't want to feel uh, soft. And that 
is probably technically true, you know, but it's not something that my inner voice says to myself. If that make if that makes sense to you, like I'm not saying, oh, this is soft, this is bad. You know what I mean? This is making me feel soft. It just like in my mind, I'm like, oh, come on, man. I knew it was gonna be like this. <laughs> yes, it's Diamond Dallas Page. So I'm gonna give it a yeah. shot. Yeah, I don't know. It's it unlocks the magic of the uh, body. The lady was doing some wild moves too, dude. I call it moves, That's... yoga moves. Right. Uh, she was all, she did the birds of paradise move, which is wild. Cool. Also, Vinyasa Flow is doing, kind of doing push ups at a point. Yeah. And I didn't want to do push ups. I don't like doing push ups. Because what? You, you have to do push ups, bro. But I can't. That's how you get a chest. <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm working to get strong enough to be able to do push ups. I'm not strong enough yet. I can't push myself up so okay that's it's just i don't know i'm i'm gonna i i need flexibility so i'm going to figure something out and i might even go to yoga next week today is the day i said no more yoga i have right? a I, and i, I have an answer my mind. yeah i'm sorry i have a i have an answer for you but i'm not gonna on the show unless they pay me because they make they charge a lot of money but i have an idea for you okay Okay, so I'm a yoga guy now. Um, you are. <laughs> you did it once. Yep, you're a big yoga guy now. Um, so you sent uh, me. Um, I've been thinking about you sent me that picture of that guy peeing all over himself. That was cool. Yeah. If I don't know if anybody, I don't know if that was just a Twitter thing or where that Twitter's the only place you're allowed to show like people doing naked stuff. They couldn't make it on TikTok or Instagram. So there's this someone uploaded a video of a dude so drunk at the bar, he's laying across three chairs on his back, completely asleep and like just pissing straight in the air. He's got his dick out yeah. and he's peeing straight into the air. Wait, but he's doing this thing. He's like pinching his shaft and it keeps building up the pressure and he releases it and it just like flies in the air. Yeah. And it he's reminded to be me secret. We you know he didn't know where he was at. Like he was just like, I don't, he had no idea where he was at. Yeah, I peed myself. I peed myself not in San Diego, by the way. Not that picture is water. Um, but I remember in high school, I was drunk and I pissed the bed. And like I woke up, I don't know, I would say 20 seconds into peeing the bed and just was like, fuck it, I'm just going to finish. You know what I mean? I think that's where his mind was. He was yeah. just like, I got to piss. I'm not going to get up and walk. I'll clean it up later or something. No but he's in a bar. So yeah. Once you start peeing, you're not going to like put it back in, put it back in. It's like, uh Oh, I just woke up. Um, yeah, I guess I peed, but you know what it reminded me of, uh, is that like when we were a teenager, I had this friend Ryan and he would, when we were taking a piss in a public stall, he would squeeze his dick and let it like stop and start. And it would start making like a choop, 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 like it would, he would do it really fast. Yeah. And we, we would go to the movies and he would do it. And then we would all start doing it. And one time this guy just yelled, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> because everybody's pee was starting and stopping. Like, like it was a music note. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try to post this in the uh, chat for the people that are watching um, and see if it'll go up. You can't put links in the fucking chat for some reason. It's, 
it's really vile what they're doing to me. My, I know that the listeners want to see this guy peeing all over himself. Yeah, it's important. Um, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's one of those, I, I just, you, you've been there before. I never got that far. I always knew you could get that far, but I never got that far with drinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I never got, quite I, sleeping a straight stick straight across, across um, some chairs in the bar and being all over myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's so fucking weird. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was those shots get you, man. Thing. They always got the shots coming. Oh, somebody I, got I the shots. Someone got it in the chat. Cyber Sludge put it in the chat. So there is the peeing guy. I don't know how you're going to get to it because you can't click the link in the it's chat. It's hard to chase that one down. But it's a good one. It's a very good, very good post. Uh, one of my top favorites. Uh, so what do we got here today? What do we got? What do we got? Um, I have something here. Oh, so I ended I'm sorry and the world blew up, right? Now everybody's apologizing. I know. They're, they're loving it. They love apologizing. So I thought we would do a quick, short, I'm sorry here. Yeah. I would love to. I love I love the series. Uh, I love this idea. I mean, I apologize a lot myself. Like uh I don't get things right ever, I feel like. Uh I just am charming enough to to gain forgiveness, you know? <laughs> one one more one more shot, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um Will Smith apologized. And uh I kind of knew it was going to happen. Right. Like yeah. as soon as what happened happened. So for those that haven't been on the internet uh, in three days, uh, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock across the face on stage at the, at the Academy Awards because Chris Rock made a joke about his wife's alopecia. And right. uh, by the way, bad joke. Number one, number two, if I'm making fun of somebody's wife, I got to think. I got to fucking think that there is a good fucking possibility I'm going to get hit. You know, like I, you can't, you can't operate. You can't like Chris, Chris Rock cannot operate in a world where he thinks there's absolutely no consequences to making fun of a guy's wife's uh, condition, you know? Yeah. I also agree. I mean, I think, um, I, I think that, you have to know what's that you're provoking somebody you're choosing to point somebody out. Um, nobody has like, nobody has to sit around and hear what you have to say. <laughs> like I, I've, I, someone shared with me today, uh, this meme from this stupid ass account that was like, if somebody says something and you're offended that you've already lost the war because they made you offended. And it's like, no, fuck them. If you say something offensive, you get, I'm going to fight you back. If you're, if you're targeting me, like, here's the thing too. If I go to a comedy show, you want to say something about Macedonians? Like, I'm not going to get up out of the crowd. You want to say something about hipster IPA dads? I'm not going to get up out of the crowd. You want to say that, that Brett Payne is like a loser on Twitter and a fail, a fail son or something? I'll get out of my chair and throw something. Like, I'm not going to just sit around and let somebody say something about me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. And, you know, maybe he shouldn't have hit him and and you know psychic gasoline saying you shouldn't laugh at the joke but like people do things when they're uncomfortable that like laughing at a funeral is also like a thing you know it's like oh i think will smith was trying to be good natured about it right so he laughed and then his mind went to get 
my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And then yeah. that's when it turned into like, wait a minute, he's making fun of my fucking wife. You know? Yeah. And the joke was as dog shit. Maybe the one of, uh, he said GI Jane part two. That is like uh, uh, on crack or on speed. Like that is, you could, I, I don't stand. It's a Britney comedian. Spears joke. Yeah. Like, it's a Britney Spears joke at this point. I thought stand up comedians would have said no more. Oh, what's this like? Like uh, the Godfather part four or uh, Goodfellas two? Hey, is this a Goodfellas two situation? You know, <laughs> like I wouldn't do that joke. It would be one and that I would let slide past. It's a bad joke. And scandal from 30 years ago. Like it, was, like it was a scandal. Just, oh my God, Demi Moore is so beautiful and she shaved her head. Now, my God, what is happening? She's ruining her, her femininity. The only thing that makes her a woman, her long hair. Yeah. And it's so weird because it's like, it is, that's true. Like that, it's a bad joke, which now you got to really be feeling a little bit sorry for Chris Rock in this situation yeah. too. Because yeah. this is like my Netflix tweet. This is exactly like my fucking Netflix tweet that has gone viral to a degree that nothing I've ever done has even come close to going viral. I, it, I mean, the last time I checked, it was six-digit faves, like <laughs> five-digit retweets, and it was just about how I was going to cancel Netflix. And the last thing I wanted was that to go viral to normal people that don't listen to this fucking show because... The joke was that I have a lot of streaming services. It was a goofy inside joke, but then it turned me into like the face of, of canceling Netflix and it was embarrassing. And I have to think Chris Rock's gotta be feeling that way right now. Like the most yeah. high profile joke that I have done in years is what is this fricking GI Jane two? Yeah, Zach Fox hemmed him up perfectly too. Oh, did he? What did he say? Well, he said basically that in that he said, You're a comedian, dude. You're supposed to lose and make it funny. He said, In that moment, you chose to keep the peace instead of just unloading with the funniest stuff you had to say. Yeah. And, and then he said, Cat Williams got beat up by a bunch of kids and told the most hilarious jokes in the world about it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's really it's like really he was, he was at like the eyes wide shut. Chris Rock was doing the eyes wide shut party and was like, you know, trying to to maintain the uh, the professionalism, you know. Yeah, I mean, I understand Chris Rock's side of of like not doing anything or not throwing jokes out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand why he didn't do more jokes, and that is because when you I don't. get hit in the face in front of a room full of people. That is like the one thing that a comedian is not prepared for. If Will Smith had heckled him, I'm sure he would have hit so many funny lines. But Will Smith hit him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, and yes, yeah, some people call it toxic masculinity. But, you know, I say some women like that. You never know. <laughs> Jada might wanted that, you know. I was mostly annoyed that everybody came after them for, it came after Will for, forgiving Jada for cheating or for being poly and stuff. That's what annoyed me. It was that like, he should have smacked him because, or Jada didn't give a shit because you know, whatever it was yeah. all very, it was all very stupid. Uh, really amazing amount of memes, a uh, wonderful moment, really not that deep. I, I just laughed like crazy. And I think that's about as much as I care 
about it, you know? Incredibly funny opinion. Oh my God, just fucking amazing. Just, there haven't been this level of funny opinions in, I mean, it's got to be 10 years. I can't think of the last time this many funny opinions happened. Judd Apatow said that Will thinks Will Smith Smith is like a fucking killer. He thinks he's a super predator. He's going to put the pimp hand on him and, and send him back to the, to fucking hell yeah oh no se cup is a i think either i don't know if she's a liberal or a conservative i can't really fucking tell but she had a tweet hold on i'm i'm looking for it now that said like nobody's talking about the the trauma uh nobody's talking about the trauma of seeing violence on their television and i'm just like I mean, there's violence on the television all the time. Like the television is is technically a violence box. Most yes, <laughs> I think they've done. They did this. They've been doing the studies for as long as GI Jane has been around, at least, uh, to say that there's like a million acts of violence on the TV every hour. So kids aren't watching the Oscars. I know I never watched the Oscars once. Well, okay, I'm maybe not in the audience because I've never seen it now when I'm 43. But like, I don't think kids watch the Oscars, so it wasn't like they were. This is like when the Super Bowl halftime show happened. That's probably the last time these kinds of opinions showed up with Janet Jackson's titty. I think mm. that's gotta be the last time people had crazy opinions at this level. Uh, Opie Radio from, <laughs> did you see the video of Opie? No, I missed it. You hear it? Give me two seconds because it's one of the fucking funniest uh one of the funniest things that he's done in a long time um opie radio but yeah he um i've also seen a lot of people fantasizing about like who chris rock could have been you know what i mean oh yeah yeah what if betty white was up there what if oh, that's a funny one i was thinking what if joe rogan was up there i saw at least four people say what if it was joe rogan oh, oh really Will smith had done that if it was joe rogan <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, that's a fantasy one guy said the rock what if it was Why the rock he- up there <laughs> but here's the funniest one i think the rock can take a slap though he's done that his whole career ricky gervais would <laughs> okay i'm gonna go back here we go here we go Ricky Gervais would have been in a body cast if he hosted the Oscars because he wouldn't have stopped with the G.I. Jane uh, joke at all. He would have went until they dragged him off the stage. <laughs> and Ugh. as Will Smith is God, probably buddy. at this God, come on, guy. Come on. He's fantasizing don't... currently. <laughs> come on, man. Do something else. I just don't know what to say. I'm so uncomfortable. You can't like Ricky Gervais that much, man. Uh, well, You're not uh, allowed to like anybody else that much. You like want to be inside their skin. Like <laughs> You just wish you were Ricky Gervais. I can so, tell. It's all over your voice. Somebody pointed out to me on Twitter that Opie couldn't fantasize about him hosting the Oscars. <laughs> he, he never said if it was me up there. You reckon every bud every budget rate comedian on Instagram right now is saying if it was me up there, I would have. <laughs> and Opie doesn't have the self-esteem. No, no, no. Here, here's more. At this point, giving him some Muhammad Ali punches, Ricky Gervais would have laughed in his face as blood is just pouring out of his nose and his uh, mouth. And Ricky Gervais would have just been laughing like the damn Joker right at Will Smith. 
Oh my God. Just... No. He said the damn People Joker. Were... <laughs> Ricky Gervais, mouthful of blood, teeth falling out in like a waterfall of blood and just going. <laughs> <laughs> Telling more and... jokes, just fucking yeah. being like, these are the most brutal jokes that he Ricky Gervais would have told his most brutal jokes of all time. <laughs> so against against alopecia. Like, who has that many alopecia jokes loaded up, like, ready to go? <laughs> I don't even have one. Well, I guess I do now. G.I. Jane 2. G.I. Jane 2. <laughs> Dude, G.I. There's, there's <laughs> next, like, time see, next time you see a bald person, now you just say, you're going to be a G.I. Jane 2? There's, there's like 10 seconds left. Your base would have understood the moment. Like, oh, my God. Oh, oh that joke bothered you? And then he would have just had 10 uh, more that were just oh, brutal. No. Ricky Gervais would have been so, in a body cam. That is Opie. <laughs> what his take is. That was Opie? That was Opie. From, oh, from I thought that was like a middle school YouTube streamer, like Twitch streamer. <laughs> it does. He's a 60-year-old man, by the way. That's too. a 60-year-old man. <laughs> it's a 60-year-old man. I'm said, concerned. Oh, man, if it would have been Ricky Gervais, dude, it would have been something fucking else. It's the first person I've seen fantasize about how Ricky Gervais is a badass. Though, yeah, like a, a badass fighter type. He would have, he would have, he would have been like, Will Smith takes it in the bum from Jada. <laughs> yeah, right. He wouldn't with have re- another joke. Number one, number two, he, 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 I don't know. I, I don't think he's as brave as Opie thinks he is, or I don't either. I can't imagine Ricky Gervais does not come off like a brave guy. Somebody actually. Another person on Twitter did respond and say, oh, yeah, uh, the, the, the tough guy who searches for accounts with 147 followers talking, using his name and posts would yeah. definitely do something. It's just crazy. Ricky Gervais, you are nuts. So, or Opie, you're nuts. So what ended up, I didn't think that Will Smith should apologize. Now, I understand why he did it. Because yeah. it's just, he he... It was a tough situation because he should be able to be like, man, fuck this shit, you know? Yes. It should be a heel turn. This could be a heel turn, but he craves too much. He's too John Cena about everything. He wants to be loved. This could be a perfect heel heel turn of saying, like, don't fuck with me anymore. Yeah, don't talk shit about my wife. And people have been making fun of Will Smith for years lately, too. Like, like that he's just like a cornball. I mean, I know King Richard is supposed to be a good movie, but the dude hasn't done a good movie in fucks and... I can't... Men in Black, maybe? Bad Boys 2? Bad Boys... Oh, yeah, Bad Boys 2 was good, though. That's (laughs) any Or Bad Boys for Life, the new Bad Boys. Any bad boys I'm, I'm with. If they make bad boys four, I'm supporting Will Smith. But I don't think Will Smith is going to lose any work over this either. Or no. not have lost any work over this I think thing it's, happening. Yeah, it's a bad look. It's yeah. not the world. I'm not pitching. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not pitching the. this is the way the world should be. But uh, the way it is as it is right now. I would have played the game differently for sure. I would definitely not just, I would not apologize and just do my damn thing. And it's perfectly acceptable to slap a guy in the face. It does not hurt. It no. just hurts your, your soul hurts so bad. Chris Rock's insides were on fire. He was so confused and he, everybody was fucking looking at him. The lights were on and he had to recover. So also he did it brilliantly. I mean, I thought he did a pretty good job of coming back and just 
saying out loud, you slapped the shit out of me was like a good yeah. way to break the ice on that. Like, yeah, that definitely just happened. He wishes he'd taken a swing though. I think oh, I, I know. would have been a guy. He looked I like think- such a punk, man. He should have just, I would have just said something crazy and then been ready to fight, been ready to swing the microphone. Yeah. Who cares? I know. And it's like such a fun, like it would have been such a fun thing that happened if two guys just fucking got in a fight on the Academy I know. Awards. That I'd have tuned in next year, maybe. <laughs> like that seems so good. If, if if it would have been a real fight, I would have really enjoyed that. So here is Will Smith's apology. It starts out at it's a notes app apology. Uh, not notes app, it's a um iOS? Instagram. Yeah. Oh, Instagram. Yeah. Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My no, beh- <laughs> no, some of it's warranted and necessary. Sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes you got to be violent. Um, yeah. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I don't even, I think that is the perfect, that's the end yeah. to me. You can just stop here. Dude, and yeah, that's all the that violence is, in all forms is poisonous. Because yeah, very fuck weird. that, man. You're that's so disingenuous. You don't <laughs> believe that. I mean, you still support like American soldiers and shit for a guy that. Yeah, then you're not going to denounce the troops and the wars and the shit. <laughs> and for a guy who hasn't like been in a movie without a gun, probably ninety eight percent of his movies are him with a gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know for sure, but he's in a lot of movies where he has a gun. And yeah. if violence in all of its forms is unacceptable, then he's got a lot of, to atone for. Certainly makes it look very cool. He looks makes violence look a lot cooler than it is. Now, here's the part I would not go to. Here is where uh, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. That is, I would not have apologized to him. Right. That would have been that I would have apologized to the Academy Awards because I am craven and I like money and <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> they might not let me back in anymore <laughs> or something. But Chris Rock, I don't, I just don't Next know if year. he deserves an apology here. Yeah, I don't know. There's, I don't know. There's this weird thing of like people are, are like, if you go to a show, then the comedian is allowed to say everything under the sun and you have to sit there and take it and respect it. And I, I don't think that comedy is that way. And I am somebody that performs and I have somebody that, I mean, we did a show in Washington, DC in front of a bunch of like veterans and uh, said all the inflammatory anti-American bullshit that we do uh, and have plenty of walk-ins and stuff like that. So I, I, I think you got to be able to just read the room and also don't target one person. Maybe you don't want to, to really get them rageful. Just stick to general humor. You know, I also think that what, what is like, what is interesting, what you said about comedians being allowed to sort it, it isn't like you're allowed to leave and go on Twitter and say, I was offended by a thing that a comedian said, because then, you know, you get yelled at for their freedom of speech. Like you're right. never allowed to be offended or, or have any behavior. That's not, yeah. boy, that guy was funny. What a funny guy. So yeah. And, good. and it's all to protect. It's all just to protect their like mean, cruel, dumbass bullshit. You know, it might've been just been a bald joke, but the whole concept of comedian one is, is usually just to protect really dumbass Joe Rogan. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what it is. It is. It's, it's just like, those people want to be homophobic on stage. I have somebody get mad about it. And it's like, you don't get to pick. You, there's yeah. consequences to the world. This isn't a fucking game. This isn't, this isn't, uh, this isn't some sort of video game where you, you get to make actions and then that is judged on some sort of whether you were good or bad. Like other people are more than within their right to react however they want because they're like the rest of us. So who knows what, whatever you say, what's going to happen. That's why I choose my words wisely. I've never been decked. I've, I've rarely been, someone tried to start a fight with me. I, I, I know what, when and what not to say, you know? Yeah. And, and also like, if you're, if you're a person who is an edgy, just edgy for lack of a better term comedian, there is an edge there. And, and I don't think, I believe that if you're an edgy comedian, like, I think that you're going to cross the line at times and people are going to let you know about that. And you might have to do an apology and then have me read it on, on a show where I goof on it. But like, also if the other side of that is like, it's not edgy if nobody can respond to it, you know, right. it's, it's not dangerous it, if nobody can, can do anything about it. Yeah. And I, and I also, I mean, so I am, I'm not saying that like everybody should get punched. I'm not, I'm not a tough guy at all. I, I do not want to be punched uh, or think that it's a way to solve problems. Um, but I, it's, it's just more brought out this thing of like, um, people are allowed to say whatever they want and no one is allowed and they're not allowed to deal with how it, that makes other people feel, you know, exactly. like they said, they say you're weak for being offended. Um, but in like, you shouldn't let, you shouldn't be let another person be in charge of your feelings, but, uh, you are being a fucking asshole and you are saying things that are hurtful and cruel. So you get bashed back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so he goes on to say, I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed that my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. We, we don't live yeah, in a world live of in love. That. That's not happening. <laughs> That's not the world we live in, unfortunately. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees. Well, they don't deserve an apology. And everyone watching around the world, you don't have to apologize. To it. that's another everyone thing. in the world. Yeah, he doesn't. Every single to, people are loving it. It was fucking. You, people were happy for once. Yeah, I went on and defended you immediately. Well, <laughs> people, people I, were fucking extreme. You made people so fucking happy. For we're going on three or four days of people just being so happy to talk about something that's not like death. You know. Yeah. There was this kid that I used to pick on. I picked on relentlessly. I didn't use, I did, it wasn't an all time thing. He just became, he was easy to pick on and he reacted when you did stuff. So one time I pushed it too far and I made this like little fake AOL website about this kid and about how much he sucked. And uh, we were around and I made a joke or something and he like shoved me against the locker and was just like, I'm tired of this and you're going to fucking stop. And I didn't fight him back or anything because I did feel like, well, this is warranted, you know, and uh, that was enough mm -hmm. to make me be like, all right, well, uh, you, I'm done. I'm not going to actually make jokes anymore if I have to fight somebody about that. I actually it's funny you bring that up because uh, uh, the very first fight I ever got in in my life, I, I, I got beat up, like really beat up because I fucking 
like this guy showed this kid showed up at the park that we were all hanging out at and smoking at and and you know kind of being bad or whatever and he's our age and he shows up and i just fucking started making fun of his shoes it's bobo shoes these shoes are fucking bobo shoes look at david's bobo shoes yeah four stripes yeah just going fucking nuts on him having the best time of my life just really making fun of this guy uh he walked over and and he punched me in the face <laughs> and then threw me on the ground <laughs> that's the best and then and i fucking did i i fucking you had no idea it was coming you no thought you punch. could just say shit like that yeah not a single i didn't throw a punch uh, and he just got me on the ground. I think he hit me like two more times in the face. And then like, uh, people pulled him off of me and were like, uh, all right, you won. And, uh, not only was that like humiliating to me <laughs> that like, it sucks when you're like, when you're pushing somebody's buttons and you're, it, it sucked because like, I started out on top of the world, making somebody feel bad. Like from my words and jokes. I was up at the top of the world. As soon as that guy punched my face, I was lower than the bottom of like the ground. It was so bad. And I really did kind of quit like singling people out and and being mean to them and making fun of them at that point because it was just like, well, I mean, this guy can fucking a guy can't just punch you that is a possibility in every situation (laughs) yeah that's life i mean it's there waiting at every corner oh one of my one of my best friends i don't want to oh shit we lost you brent oh sorry you're sorry you hear me yeah um one of my best friends uh and the guy that we know now i knew him back then too but we were at lunch and my buddy is like, he's a hundred pounds. He was such a skinny dude. And this other kid was six feet tall with like sideburns, you know, in about uh 10th, 11th grade. And my friend is just picking on, just saying shit to him. And he says something about they're going back and forth. And he says something about like this, this guy's acne on his face. And he just, he's like, he grabs him like Frankenstein by the neck and just like bounces his head off the, the, a cafeteria table and he just like goes onto the ground in a slump and it's just like, all right, I said, I didn't mean that I'm done. It's not funny. I didn't, that was not what I meant to say. I was not, that was too far. Like that was uncool, man. Like just immediately just started screaming apologies. That's true. That I, I, mad rush out, out, out wars in the chat says a lot of people never really had that experience though. They keep running their mouth and maybe that's true, but I, I think like, most most people who are are like aggressively like who are assholes who are who are you can't be a bully without getting your ass whipped it just yeah. i don't i think that it's gonna happen i've they seen fight back so many fucking times where a guy was just like i'm fucking bullying this guy and then the, and then just i fucking got knocked out i saw so many guys get fucking knocked out for for yep. being bullies and and like um it, it it would be so goddamn great. It, it would it Chris Rock like kind of I don't know if Chris Rock learned a lesson or whatever because people are firmly coming out on his side, but I think a lot of people saw something happen that maybe they've never seen in their life, obviously. I mean, you're you're talking about, you know, uh 
these people saying like, uh, I can't oh, yeah. believe this happened. I, I got these perfectly fucking... suburban people, man. Yeah, these like I... really happy families that, you know, they never, they, they, they had a, a curfew and a bedtime and, and no, no video games or anything till they turned 19. I saw a fucking, I mean, I saw a teacher get his ass whipped when I was in high I school did... for being a dickhead to a student, the student fucking whipped his ass right there in front of everybody. And I'm sure that changed the way he, cause he wasn't being, he wasn't like yelling at the kid in a professional teacher way. He was being a fucking asshole to the kid and the kid ended up getting expelled because you can't fight. The yeah. Teacher. You can't do that. You can't fight but, the teachers, but it is just one of those things that like, it feels like maybe there was a lesson there to, to learn on all sides. I don't think Will Smith should be out punching people, uh, but it did. He slapped. Happen. He didn't punch. That's true. And it did happen on TV, you know, um, it, 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 there's something about it happening on TV that made it okay for me. It's like, so fine. It's millionaires. Yeah. It's such a dumb thing. If this is like literally like watching Bridgerton in real life, these are people that have wealth beyond our wildest dreams. They're like characters that they're, they're cartoon characters. None of them are real life. They're celebrities, you know, like, fuck man. I love it. It's great. It's fine. There's no reason to get that deep or to, to bring all this other shit into it. Yeah, so that is that is a little bit of I'm sorry. Uh, I want to play this audio here. Um, Andy N No, is that how you say the guy's name? Yep. Oh, he had Jordan Peterson on his on oh his yes. Show. I didn't know you were gonna bring this up. Oh my god, these guys. I mean, like, I think I think maybe what really gets me gets me going about these guys is these are the alphas that only eat meat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like these guys are the guys lecturing me on being like a Sigma male. And I only eat red meat for food and shit like no. that. You know, I mean, Jordan Peterson, I can't believe he's even back on Twitter now and posting again after being like the biggest fucking failure in the world. And uh, he's in this video. He looks like an absolute piece of shit. He's so fucking depressed. His life is disgusting and abysmal. And he has he is out there writing more rules on how he thinks you should live your life. I, it is just I mean, the, from the day we cracked the mics on this show, I, I've told y'all do your own research, find your own stuff. Do not believe what we say as anything that is anything besides two dumbasses performing well you know there's nothing about this there's no ideology there's no there's no way to make it through life that's like the best case like the best for everybody i can't just jot down these rules uh and the people that do that are, are total fucking fakes and he's like and i i mean i live depressed as hell too so I, mm. i'm not hating on him but it's just like be honest dude just i'd rather see you do a messy room tiktok uh to <laughs> to break the stigma than to go on and tell people that like you know, their lives need to be in order because your life hasn't been order in order for fucking years now, man. You're pathetic as fuck, dude. I mean, this guy, I mean, he's always crying and I'm not being macho here and saying like, oh, men shouldn't cry, but this guy's always crying. I know he goes for it every time. He's, <laughs> every, so, he's moved to tears by everything. Every video I've seen of him, he's cried. He's been crying. And it's him. if it he's, wasn't, Again, if it wasn't these people who are supposed to be su supposed to be alphas and shit like that, then I would be fine with it. But this guy's always telling people how how men should be more like men, you know, 
Yeah. And then the same with the Andy No guy. He got a milkshake thrown on him and uh, took it all the way to court. Like he couldn't just, he couldn't take his fucking loss. He, he couldn't take a lump at all. He had to bring fucking fancy boy court into it and make it like a money pissing contest and, and, and pretend like there was concrete inside of it just because he's too much of a wimp to get hit in the face by a styrofoam cup of milk. And again, if you're doing what he's doing, this is just like Chris Rock here. Exactly what it was. If you're doing what he's doing, you're going to get a milkshake thrown at you. And it's just a milkshake. It is humiliating. Last year, on January 6th, I was out taking one of my long walks. Um, I ended up uh, protesting. No, I'm kidding. I ended up uh, coming upon the, the Stop the Steal protest that happened outside of the Columbus State House. And I kind of was like, oh, I'm going to check this out because it looked like people were kind of fighting each other because there were people on both sides and they were kind of fighting with each other. And it was fun. I was like standing there in the middle of it, just like kind of being like, this is kind of, I don't get in this kind of situation ever. And uh, a guy threw a fucking vanilla, I know it was vanilla, latte right at me, covered by whole fucking everything. It was freezing fucking cold outside. And I just took it and went home and changed clothes. Like, that's just, I didn't say, you find out who that was that threw that one. I'm suing him, to, I'm suing him into, the, into nothing. And it's part of being. Yeah. It's part of being. They <laughs> want to fight. No, they want to fight. They want to be offensive. They want to cross boundaries. They want to be transgressive. They do not think that people can do that back. They, they're, they're demanding something of reality that doesn't fucking exist is that there's going to be a reaction. That's Einstein shit, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. So here comes here. Here we go. Let me get it started here. Oh God. I wanted to ask you about the, based on your, your, your knowledge, your background, your clinical experience. What? First of all, can these guys like they get all this dark money, their mics all sound like shit. They're fucking using <laughs> they they can use it like the four dollar headphones. Yeah, the Coke brothers should get you better mics, dude. I know. See if you get some mics, my guys. What is the psychology of this mob violence? When I also, you know, somebody's stupid when they say, "What is the psychology of this?" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like I'm it's a very psychological Just... thing that I'm trying to get into. Just back of the napkin, psychologically, yeah. how do you break this thing down? Like you're looking at this person's mind, you know, you're categorizing it, you're running it through a flow chart, you did a spreadsheet. Anna Morphing Time got a mailer from Andy No asking for money because Antifa terrorists had assaulted freedom. I got that too. Actually, That's a valid cause, though. I mean, <laughs> well, freedom. That's what we're point. doing. That's what we're doing. Yeah, I, I did absolutely. American get freedom. That in I haven't. I have an, I'm assaulting American freedom. I live my whole life against American freedom. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst. It only works for a very small point of people. Like small amount. 1%. The psychology of this mob violence. When I see it, 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 uh, like I, I don't even recognize some of these. It seems they seem animalistic is what I mean. Yeah, I mean, if you're hanging out with right wingers, you do not want to get in the habit of calling people animals. <laughs> They're very comfortable with it. They think everybody does it because everyone they hang out with calls black people animals. Yes. At some point. Yeah. Um, 
in no, the they're worse than animals. They're worse than animals because animals they just kill to eat. You know, human. Is that true? No. <laughs> How I does think... he know why animals kill? I just saw a badass story about some chimpanzees that killed this like leader that started taking all their shit and stopped collectivizing. Yeah. Did you see that headline? I didn't, but I've seen the stuff about chimps and stuff just killing each other. Like sometimes <laughs> right. we just fucking they just kill. I mean, you you can't fucking tell me that like every animal own like I've seen cats kill fucking birds and not eat the goddamn bird. They just kill the fucking <laughs> birds, you know? Right. Like animals are killing shit all the time and not eating them. I mean, first of all, you can't just eat a bird. <laughs> like the whole thing can, would be a mess. You gotta pluck the feathers. Yeah, yeah. You gotta I don't, roast it. Yeah. And and it's funny because this guy is saying like animals animals only kill for a reason. These people are are committing wanton acts of violence. And it's like, I don't I, no, uh, that's not what's happening. They're it, it, they're yelling. Number one, it's mostly they're just yelling at you. Like ninety-nine percent of it is yelling, and then one percent is maybe somebody punching or slapping you. Which you're you're at a fucking protest where two sides, two diametrically opposed sides, are meeting in one place. You need to prepare yourself for the idea that you can't control every single person there. So there's going to be proud boys there. There's going to be people that, that consider themselves Antifa. Those are, those people are both going to be there and maybe they are going to fight. That is a distinct possibility. You are not just safe because you think there's some kind of norms. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I know I live my life as a completely sovereign citizen. And I got to say, if I know that there's a group of a hundred or a thousand people that all think the same way and they're about to be together to get real loud and beat on drums and shit. And if I go to say, Hey, I disagree. I mean, I'm dealing with a mob of people, you know, like I, I don't think that there's any guarantees of what's going to happen to me at that point either. I just feel like there's a natural consequences to a lot of this stuff. It's not really that dangerous, but sure. I mean, you put yourself in harm's way if you're going to go, and tell a bunch of people that are angry that the police are, are killing them, you know, to go away and start swinging sticks. Like, I think he got milkshaked when he like rode down with a bus full of people that were shooting paintballs at protesters. Yeah. He, he, uh, he shows up with the right boys people. Yeah. yeah and what he shows up Patriot with the front people. Yeah. People that go and take sticks and start beating the shit out of people. And then he films the reaction from Antifa and then sells it to right wing newspapers. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and that's the thing. He would never embed himself with leftists and find out what their thought processes are. You, you know what I'm saying? Like he he tries to say I'm a journalist who's exposing violence out there, but he would never be he would never come with a, like try to talk to us and explain, let us explain why we're at this place. So, um yeah. Here we go. Human beings, they have a twist in them that makes them far worse than animals when they really get what? going. Well, I think it's, See, I this think is, you really want to cry. Already. He's getting started because he hates humans so much. He just, he's, his throat clenches up when he thinks about how much he wants to kill all of humanity. Yeah. They're disgusting. He thinks human beings are disgusting. He hates himself more than anything. And that in turn, he 
lets that spill on everybody else. Like that's his, that's his motivation. I'm a human. I'm flawed. I'm angry about it. And everybody else should be just as mad that, you know, he, he's doing the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know what I think. I think it's revenge yes. against God for the crime of being. That's you, dude. You're projecting. This is such a nerd thing to say. I think it's revenge against God for the crime of being. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying this at a Starbucks. This sounds like a fucking like 16-year-old Bible meetup at a Starbucks. <laughs> they, they think they're revenging against God himself. Oh. Kirk, yeah, and here comes uh, uh, motherfucking Kirk Cameron to be like, you know, what the fuck? Oh, we all need to, we all need to remember that God's love is our armor and we should never reject God's love. I watched, uh, uh, discovery plus has a three part documentary thing about Hillsong church. Oh yeah. Oh man. That whole thing fell apart and like, it's about to rise and kind of fall. And, uh, the college Hillsong college there's always, there's always a it's college. such a thing. good scam. College is a good scam in America. Yeah. Yeah. They pointed out that like if a church is registered as an LLC, that's that's kind yeah. of problematic. No, nope. <laughs> that's where the problems come in. Because <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, no, depending we're, on what they are. That's the, it reminds me there's um there is one chain of thrift stores in Columbus that is uh is for profit. They're not, like the other ones are a nonprofit and they're like well, as a company that's like trying to make money, we can actually donate more in the long run because we generate way more sales because we price our stuff higher and make more money. <laughs> capitalism <laughs> stuff I've ever heard. That's great. Yeah. That is yeah. good capitalism right there. Yeah, it uh, makes total sense. I yeah, mean, I could we could sell all this stuff for four dollars for four pe for poor people, or we can make four hundred million by selling it, you know, for the, more. The creepiest thing about that school their college is that like you go to college and uh they set you down and they ask you questions to see if you are i like you're either allowed to work with kids or you're not allowed to work with kids so this the just cast catholicism all over again well yeah they ask you uh they ask you if you've ever had sex and they ask you if you've ever drank or done drugs and they hate they, gay they're they're against gay marriage too right uh i just don't think they're they're for gay anything i don't think they're okay. for any i think they're they're just as right wing as any other church that you've okay. heard of you know but they are very uh what's the word they're 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 just as right wing but they frame themselves i think what they do is they put men women uh i don't think they put any trans people on there uh, of different races like very upfront so the, like diversity like very upfront and i think that that convinces the because i heard people saying this that convinces the people that it's a more progressive church than so maybe it's, some of the other you know mega churches yeah so for california people to have black friends yes yes and and like it's so weird dude because like i don't know that school is that that college had so many creepy things and like the people going in also you have to work they were talking about how like when you're at their college that's why they said the llc thing when you're at their college you work uh 60 hours a week oh no serving and you the do Lord? it for free yeah 
Yeah. There was one guy that told a really great story that really cracked me up. Um, he said he'd been running the lights at uh, the Hillsong thing in New York. And, and uh-huh. for people that don't know, uh, Hillsong was a church who, who would do shows at Irving Plaza in, in Manhattan. And they would do like 11 shows on a Sunday. They would not shows, but they would do 11 services on a Sunday. So yeah, there would be, if it's LLC, their shows. That's true. That's true. Um, and the guy goes like, okay, I, I can't do 11 shows. I can't do 11 sermons because a lot. I'm running the lights. You know, this is starting early in the morning and going into the night. I can't do it. And when he went to tell them that he, he couldn't do it anymore or he needed help, they were like, well, but we don't want to pay somebody to do it. <laughs> like, okay. They're like, the Lord needs a little help here. The Lord doesn't have any money. The Lord doesn't have any a pocketbook on this earth. I mean, just, that's what, just that a would, promise of afterlife. The, when you say Street Fight Mega Church, I can only see two advantages to that. One's free labor and the other one's no taxes. That's like right. the only two things that I can think of that is a good reason to start a church and people that start a church and say that they want the tax exempt status, they always go to jail for tax evasion every time. Yeah, it's hard not to. (laughs) All right, here's here's more JBP. That's really what I think. It's Cain and Cain and Abel. Like, oh, Abel's your Abel's your guy, eh, God? How about if I take him out in the field and beat him to death? How do you feel about that? All my sacrifices went unrewarded. That was weird. That was like, oh my God. Not done, but that was very villainous. Now he sounds like just a villain. 007. Yeah. He only, he just imagine a guy eating a raw steak and saying this. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. Like, that's sort of the scariest thing about it is like that he's, he's fucking deadly serious. And he also is like this, uh, these kind he, of delusions, man. He's a freak, dude. He scares me. And like religious delusions. People, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Of all the people on that side, like I, I've only seen like two or three videos of Jordan Peterson, but man, he is, he's hard for me to listen to. Like, like as just the person that I am, he is very like so far away from me in this world in every single way that it is so hard for me to to like even relate to him or see him as as a a human basically (laughs) he's just a problem uh yeah i mean he i mean he takes things too serious onto a level that's like unacceptable um but it, it i think that people his fans work themselves up into a like a fervor about how this moment in time is absolutely important. Like we're losing everything and like we're losing sight of God or something. I, I mean, the, the religiosity of this thing is like the people that listen to this stuff also say that like, they don't, they're not allowed to teach religion in college anymore because of cult- cultural Marxism and stuff, you know, like well, this I guy's also like a fucking professor that is obsessed with Jizo. I also thought that he wasn't, actually uh i i actually didn't think he was religious i i would have seen him as being an atheist is is what i would have thought so when i started I mean, geez, hearing he's him as depressed Jesus as one <laughs> yeah 
He's as depressed as an atheist. I mean, the fucking, you believe in God, you get away with everything. Like, you should be fucking chipper. Like, the world is your oyster once once you're a fucking white Christian man in North America. What the yeah. fuck? What is your problem? Yeah, let's let him finish here. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's what it is at the bottom of the hell of things. That's it. <laughs> he was getting into his crying there so he ended up crying after that and uh that uh, and again i'm not making fun of a dude for crying i'm making fun of a dude that always cries <laughs> i mean, he I mean over so antifa much. yeah over he, his definition of antifa like he just was like my mind god <laughs> they've denied christ antifa has denied christ and he like falls over in his fucking chair yeah yeah what, a, what guy. a piece of garbage, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get what's up with him. It's totally embarrassing if you're a person that likes him. Like, uh, there's just these people never last long enough. I don't know how they have, how how you could support. I don't know. It, like, it's, it's all fake money. It's all just like billionaire money to keep them their dumbass ideas in line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I was going to do... One last thing here. Uh, I got the blind app. Have you ever heard of the blind app? I have no idea. So it's where people who work in usually the tech industry uh, can write things and, and they can write about the place that they work, but it's anonymous. Anonymous. So like uh, they, they kind of write about what was going on. They kind of write about what was going on uh, uh, at work without people okay. being able to identify them. And uh, they had this thread I was looking through today with your worst interview experience. And I want to read this because it is so wild. This is for the place called Indeed, which is a place we've talked about in the past. Yeah, Indeed isn't, yeah. Isn't Indeed the it's guy like, laid, it's a, laid people off uh, laid people off over Zoom? No, Indeed is like another job finding thing. Ah, okay. So, Isn't Indeed a job thing? I don't know what Indeed is. Uh, probably a job thing, I would guess. Uh, let me look it up here. Yeah, job search. Okay, so Indeed is a job search site. This guy goes. So, so they're like, so Indeed hires people and they're like, listen up, asshole. There's a million fucking jobs on our website. If you want better conditions, check it out. Oh, wait till you hear their interview. Okay, so pre-pandemic, years ago, I interviewed with a company that used classic police interrogation tactics like something you'd see on Law & Order. The first person came in to set the stage and warm me up. Then a guy came in to be the good cop, followed by the first person, a woman what? who was extremely rude and was to a total bad cop. But it was pure interrogation, bullying and digging for dirt. They what? Wouldn't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I they saw got this... Law & Ordered? They did. They got police interrogated. They were using good cop, bad cop, police interrogation, which is also funny because, you know, these HR people having to play good cop, bad cop. They were having such a good time thinking this up. They're like, yeah. what if we hired like SVU? 
wearing uh wearing fucking like aviator glasses like in the yeah. room and like guys like holding a fucking cup of coffee and pounding on the desk like will you give your all to this place <laughs> like oh then like some guy goes to him to be bad cop and they're like oh oh ricardo and they turn him around and they like loosen up the tie and undo the top button a little bit make him just look like a little more scandalous guy leaves and then and the other guy's like hey do you want some french fries because like I'm tired of this of shit, man. Yeah, he gets out of hand sometimes. You I know, just want this to stop, man. I'm just tired of this fucking interview. Are you willing <laughs> to take the lowest offer if we give you a Whopper right now? <laughs> they really magnified any perceived negativity. I realized I never had a chance. It was the most unpleasant experience I've ever encountered. I felt so disrespected. I actually courageously lashed out and walked out of the room while she was yes. berating me and later wrote a scathing note to their office. I had zero interest in that job or company after that experience. My only regret is that I didn't stay in the room to speak my mind. I did it loudly while walking away. Oh, brother, it, that is, we do that. That's even better impulse. Yeah. Because, I don't think explaining yourself gets you anything better. Yeah. I'm, I mean, he's saying, I wish I had squared up and looked them in their face. Yeah, Some people yeah. are just suck as human beings is what he's saying. And I think every time I've ever done the sort of walking away yelling at people the only time i ever had uh a satisfying quitting my job was at at the at the place where i threw the salad dressing at the guy because i stayed right there and i fucking stayed in the situation yeah but the, the the feeling that happened while i was in that situation was I mean, my whole body was vibrating. I'm surprised yeah. I wasn't levitating off of the floor. It's terrifying. All the other times I did it, I did it walking away. Like I did it while I was yeah. walking away. Well, yeah. And there's a, I mean, there's a moment when someone's doing fucked up or, or being mistreat, mistreating you in a way or acting in something that you cannot believe and you're acting up against it. You yeah. know, there's just a moment where you're like, Nobody else is doing this. All that matters is nobody else is standing up and saying no to this because you straight up roll, you rolled in here and brought out this whole production on me. And I don't know how many, I don't know. I hope I'm the first one, but I feel like you're comfortable doing this because a lot of other people just sat through and put up with it because they were that acting that desperate for a job. And y'all need to get slapped in the face like Will Smith did to Chris Rock at the 2022 Oscars. I got to say, I don't, I, I've never had an, uh, uh, I've never had a, a what's the word like a, a a interview where there was a bad cop. Period. Like I've no, never that's had not that even contentious of an interview ever once. I can imagine, but I would also in that situation watch the energy switch up and be like, "Is this really happening? Are they doing like a high school performance on me right now? Am I stuck in someone's little production here? Because this is obviously what they're doing, and they're not being slick about it at all." Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely, I, I mean, it would be the, really what you want to do is make them feel stupid for what they're, yeah. the act they're putting on. That's what I think, like, instead of just getting up and yelling at them or running away while you're yelling at them, the thing you should be wishing you did is be like, are you guys doing bad cop, good cop, bad cop? Is yeah. that what this is? You just need to acknowledge it out loud. Just yeah. say it out loud and walk away. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully they're mortified. All right, that is Street Fight Radio for this week. Thanks for being here. Uh, as always, <clears throat> excuse me, I couldn't hold it in. Damn, that was sucked. Good. God damn it. I should have 
muted. Open uh, radio over there. We'll be back on Sunday to take your calls, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Watch us on twitch.tv slash Radio. Hear us at WCRS LPFM in Columbus, Ohio. Add it to your radio dial. Uh, there's lots of great stuff on there. It's great to stumble upon. You know, sometimes the Bluetooth don't work, you know, and, and the radio solves the problem. True. Peace. How you speak on trap music and never seen a crack user? You say geeks, you mean Star Trek and app users. I say geeks, I mean arm tracks and smack shooters. Respect both in the streets, we just a pack of losers. It turned dope connoisseurs into package movers. Jeff Bezos O's moving packs on computers. When your phone get to slapping like a bad abuser, your phone tap out in folks. I don't mean Larry Hoover. Just like they phone tap the folks when they got Larry Hoover. Uh, even if you speak and code they know how you maneuver uh, they anticipate your moves like they know the future trying to fuck you with your crew like they knew kama sutra so i'm chilling in the cut i might need a suture trying to get a few bucks i might be a booster run up in your spot but we not copping shit drop it on the block when we shop live come pop a gift cops say they got me on a watch list well watch this you can suck a big fat cock bitch we cock shit aim squeeze you know how i stuck pig bleed and now he can't breathe with his neck under my knee i'm from the north with a f bitch since a child i've been depressed i'm living life reckless with a death wish going at they neck i leave them headless hollows going through they chest and now they breathless bullets slicing through your chicken now she breastless they try to sleep on me, but now they restless. I ain't really want to play with you. My hood full of them brave diggers. Everyone want to be gang members. So you got to go and hit a stain with them and catch the cases that came with them. Get locked and then play the victim. Turn state and then play the witness. Yeah, you in the game, but you play it different. DA say you will not be put away if you start snitching. Evidence looking lackluster anyway, so they start fishing. Looking for anything and anything they can say against you. Whole hood got trust issues, so they start pulling out pistols. That's how everyone become a victim.